Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Mark Messier is looking old, isn't he? It's right here on this screen. And then on the other screen, we have that dope, Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins. Have you ever listened to what this guy has to say? Seriously. There's two ways you get on TV, I'm convinced, uh, 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 Joel. Two ways you get on TV. You either say really profoundly, you know, really profound things and make people think, right? Or you just say incredibly idiotic things and say them really loud and someone network picks you up and, and, and makes you a star. Kendrick Perkins is the latter, right? He said some of the dumbest things I've ever heard somebody say in a long, long time. But he's on anyway. Um... And so uh, there, there you have it. Uh, we are uh, we were talking to we were talking to Rayfield Paul about the Steelers. Um, I think the biggest thing too, and this this goes without saying, because I had this conversation with somebody uh, yesterday, uh, and it's incredible to me when it comes to Mike Tomlin, how people really don't get it. They're not going to get rid of Mike Tomlin. Ever. Ever. Period. And so, you know, to me, when I look at it from that standpoint, if you're going to criticize Mike Tomlin, you you need to have more than just he's lost some playoff games in a row. Because that's really about the, 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 the criticism where it begins and ends is his playoff performance or lack thereof. It's, it's not about, you know, much more than that. And, you know, Colin, Colin Dunlap had put out something on, on, on Twitter about who's, you know, if you had to rank the professional coaches in Pittsburgh, who would you rank? You know, how would you rank them? The third one is easy, Shelton. I mean, the guy's like 100 games under you know, 500 or something, right, for his career. That's the easy number three. Who's one and who's two? I know that it probably, uh, well, it didn't, I mean, I can tell you, it murdered my timeline. I said Tomlin is one and Sullivan is two. Joel, what are your thoughts? How would you rank them? I'm assuming you would rank Shelton third, but 
Is Tomlin one or is Tomlin two of the, those three? So we're going from best to yes. yes. Yeah, I'd say Shelton's three and who's better, Tomlin or, or 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 Sullivan in your mind as a coach? Who's done a better job? Slight edge to Sullivan, two championships. Okay, and that's a very reasonable take. Okay, now listen to my take. Mike Sullivan has lost five, what, five playoff series in a row. Actually, I'm sorry, four playoff series in a row, and he didn't make the playoffs this year. Tomlin has lost six playoff games, or five playoff games in a row, I think, and he didn't make the playoffs this year. Something like that. I would argue that Tomlin is less to blame for what's going on with the Steelers than Sullivan is with the Penguins. And here's why. Because Mike Sullivan, this year especially, has not done a single thing to change his system to fit his players. And he had, you know, that those teams that won the Cup, he had a lot of young guys that were really fast, right? He had some older guys that were really fast. He had speed out the wazoo. His stars were six years younger, right? They were a team that was built on speed at a time, really, when teams were sort of transitioning from, you know, the power, you know, strength, uh, big, heavy teams to a, a faster game. The Penguins basically were, the you know, one of the first teams that really, really, really said, we're going to build a team on speed and play that way. So it worked. Then they lost to the Capitals the next year, right? I think it still worked. They just they ran into the Capitals, who were just obviously it was their year. It was their time. But every year since then, they've lost players that have had, you know, lost some of the players that were the, the speedy guys that really powered those teams. Their stars have gotten older, right? And the other part of it is he had a quote-unquote franchise goalie in Matt Murray. What happened? The guy completely forgot how to play for a while. Those are things I can actually point to with Sullivan and say, this year, for instance, they had a lead in 10 games in the third period. They had a lead that they lost. That's because of the style of play that Sullivan insists on playing. He insists on doing things they cannot do with their current team. Now, doesn't have to be a popular opinion, but this is at least the last two years now where I believe that Mike Sullivan has actually hurt the team more than he's helped it. I can make a case for why they need to move on from Mike Sullivan, even though he's won two championships. Because there's no evidence he's going to change the what he wants them to do. There's no evidence that he's going to do things differently. None. And there's very little room they have to move to make a make the, you know, to make the changes they would need to make in order to make his style work again. I mean, they're on the brink of the playoffs every it's like when you had Ben Roethlisberger and you're the Steelers. You 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 don't get a lot of credit for being eight, 
nine-win team when you've got a franchise quarterback every year. You just don't. Sorry. You know, to me, if you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league for 10 years, for 10 years, eight, well, now nine, I would say eight or nine wins is the floor. It should be the floor in nine of those 10 years. You want to tell me you have one year where things don't go well and isn't that everything? Okay, fine. But for the most part, eight or nine wins should be the floor when you have, well, I mean, if you've got Crosby, Malkin, Latang, right? Even, you know, and, and you add Jake Gensel and Rust and a couple of these other guys, you should be on the brink of the playoffs or in the playoffs every single year. And to me, you just don't get a, you know, you don't get to, to we, we, we don't get excited or I don't get excited when I look at it and say, well, wait a minute. You could have been in the playoffs this year had you done some things differently in the third periods of these games. And there was, a, you know, those are 10 lost leads that led to losses. There were a few other games where they lost the lead and then ended up getting it back and winning where, you know, at the end of the day, they were never good at playing with a lead for the most part. And that ended up costing them a playoff spot. So to me, that's a very tangible, easy thing I can point to and say, um, I can say this, when it comes to uh, all of these things, it really is amazing to me that people, when I ask them, okay, well, what exactly, what exactly has Mike, uh, Mike Tomlin done that you can point to that tells me that, that he needs to be fired? If, if it's just he's losing a lot, right? I would tell you this much right now. It's important to remember that. Unless you can tell me exactly what is happening. Exactly what is happening. Or, I mean, I'm sorry. Exactly what you are doing when you want to fire a coach, I'm okay with it. You know? Like, did Doc Rivers deserve to be fired in your mind? I can understand it. I'd so, probably give it maybe one more year, but I can I can understand yeah. them. And here's the thing. If they fired Mike Tomlin, I would have a very weak argument for why that shouldn't it never, you know, that, that it was a, uh, that it was not fair. You don't understand what I'm saying? I wouldn't be outraged by it if they fired him. Okay. I don't think they should, but I'm just saying. I'd agree. When it comes to Mike Sullivan, I actually am one step further where I say, I think he probably should be fired. I, if it were me, I would have tried to make that deal that was floated out there about, you know, trading with the Rangers for Mike Sullivan. And whoever comes in as a new general manager, maybe will we'll want someone different. And if he wants something, someone different, maybe, you know, he'll, he'll do that. But to me, at the end of the day, you can point tangibly to things that Mike Sullivan has done that has not given his chance, his team the best chance to win. That's really what it comes down to. And that's what you want. 
You want to be able to be able to point out this is exactly what we're talking about. This is exactly what we're doing. This is what I'm looking at. And that's really what it comes down to. I don't, you know, I, I don't want to, uh, you know, belabor the point. But people think, oh, well, you're nuts. I mean, you know, Mike Sullivan has two championships. Tomlin only has one. But I also think that Mike Tomlin went through a transition and, and went through a transition. Um, one of these things, uh, you know, to me is that uh, some of it was just basically bad luck in terms of injuries and guys getting, you know, hurt and guys getting old and all the other stuff. Again, that's a part of it. And I'm not saying he doesn't need to get better. I'm not saying he, you know, he's got to get better. I mean, he doesn't need to get better. He does. And you know what? If he pro- if he doesn't make the playoffs this year, I would think that you probably would move on from him. But I think that the, the Penguins should already be at the point where they move on from Mike, uh, Mike Sullivan, especially in that sport, especially with that group of stars. They're hard to coach to begin with. That's the big that's the biggest thing. You know, and they're hard to they're hard to coach because they, they want what they want. I just think it's crazy. People that people that people that want to fire Mike Tomlin or think that uh, they can't really articulate exactly what he's done wrong. You know, well, clock management, this, that, and everything. But, but at the end of the day, there's very few times when I can say, you know what, that game is a direct result. It's a, di- a direct result of, uh, of, you know, the fact that Mike Tomlin made bad decisions. Very few times I can make that argument. Overall, body of work, yeah, it does actually have to happen, right? And that's what I'll tell you. But, and so if they if they lose again next year, then maybe I could see that. But to me, it, it really doesn't make that, uh, it really doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, to me, when you look at those two, Sullivan and, um, you know, Sullivan and Tomlin, I think if you really are objective and step back, you'd have to say, it, it, the, the, the Tomlin is probably still doing a better job than Sullivan is. And that's why I would tell you he's a better coach. Coming up, we've got uh, Bob Grove to talk about the NHL playoffs. It's 93.7 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, we've got NHL playoffs into the next round. And, of course, uh, (coughs) we have, um, I don't know. Joel, what are we going to call this? The Southern... The Southern playoffs, or you know, Vegas wasn't in it. We could call it the Bible Belt playoffs, or something like that. What, I mean, what what are we going to call these playoffs? Playoffs, the non-traditional playoffs, or something like that, right? There could have been Canadian teams in this thing. There could have been teams from the Northeast, but no, we've got two. What 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 do we got? You know, we've got two ACC teams, a Big Twelve team. And a Pac-12 team, basically, right? Joining us to break it all down is our good friend Bob Grove. And, Bob, this is kind of an interesting uh, foursome to be left standing, at least from the standpoint of traditional hockey. It absolutely is, Paul. Great to be on with you, as always. Uh, it's, well, it's the first time in NHL history you've had the, the Final Four come down to teams that are all in the southern U.S. It's never happened before. Um, and, you know, we, it's one of the reasons why we all love the playoffs is because you never know what's going to happen, right? I mean, Vegas, <clears throat> let's be honest, I mean, they won the, you know, they, they have the home ice for a reason, you know, their best team in the conference, so you can't say they're a shock. Um, Dallas has had a really good season. You know, they've had a little, some bumps along the way, but they're not a surprise either. Um, you know, I think obviously Seattle would have shocked everybody. Everybody's got a lot of respect for what uh, Seattle's accomplished this season, but, uh, getting to the conference finals would have been a little bit much. And ca- I expected Carolina to, to really um, to make a long run this season, and, and they've done that. So, um, you know, no no huge surprise there for me uh, whatsoever. And Florida is the one that is the surprise. But this is why we love the playoffs, is that these, these teams, um, it never works out quite the way you handicap at all, does it? No, it doesn't. And, you know, Florida, <clears throat> interestingly enough, I mean, if the Penguins just would have beaten – one of the two, you know, two, you know, they played two of the worst, um, two of the worst teams in the league that last week of the season. And of course, had they just beaten one of them, Florida wouldn't even be in it. So what have they done over the last few weeks to, you know, to make this run? I mean, that's correct. Yeah. The Penguins losing to Chicago and Columbus and both of those teams had the worst record in the league at the night they were playing the Penguins. <laughs> so, well, look, Florida played really great hockey down the stretch. Um, it took that just to get in and to barely get in, but they were playing really important, critical pressure packed games, you know, by the time it was, uh, you know, middle of March um, and, and they got it done. You know, they had a great streak to end the season played really well. And what's happened since then is they, so they've grown their confidence. Sergey Bobrovsky has gone back to looking like the guy who used to be a Vezina candidate all the time. Um, he's just been spectacular in goal for them. 
Um, they've developed a huge forechecking game that's given teams lots of problems, and you know, and they've got lots of scoring depth. I mean, Matthew Kachuk just is a is a he's a lot to handle for any team. And you know, he had a relatively quiet series in the last round, but still, um, you know, these guys. Um, no, certainly nothing like this was expected of them a year after winning the president's trophy, but they've come out and, you know, and, and now they have, they have everything going for them. I mean, the only thing that's, they probably don't like the, you know, how long it's taken them to get back into the next, into this round of the playoffs because they just want to keep playing and they, they don't want to wait four or five days to play because they're playing so well, but they've got it all going on right now. They're, they're a team that's very difficult to play against. Um, they take advantage of their chances, and they've got the guy in back. You know, Bob Roski is making it all happen. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that's what's funny is Bob Roski hasn't traditionally been a great playoff goalie, right? Well, he was in goal whenever Tampa Bay uh, was swept, who were the President's Trophy winners back in 2019. Uh, Bob Roski was in goal for that series uh, for Columbus. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, I just feel like his, uh, it's just like one of these things where, um, he, you know, he's playing really well now, uh, Vegas, you know, the Vegas Edmonton series, Bob, and we're talking with Bob Grove was very, very entertaining. Uh, but at the end of the day, I just really believe that Vegas is actually better than Edmonton. They are They're they're I think they're right now they're a little deeper, uh, for sure. And they got better goaltending. And so it's the playoffs. So we can't have any of these discussions about playoff series without talking about goaltending. And, um, you know, Aiden Hill just had to come in. You know, Lauren Brassois, who was really their second string goalie, uh, because uh, Logan Thompson was hurt, you know, and hasn't been able to play in the playoffs for them. So Brassois comes in and he plays pretty well. Not great, but, you know, Aiden, then Aiden Hill comes in. And the next thing you know, um, you know, he's just really keeping Vegas exactly where they needed to be, as opposed to Skinner in Edmonton, who's a rookie and he had a great season, um, you know, and he was he was hurt at times by some uh, the, the Edmonton defense. I thought, especially later in the series, was not that good, but uh, you know they had better goaltending. They're a deeper team than Edmonton. Edmonton right now, obviously, they beat you on the power play, and at five on five, Vegas was better in that series. Yeah, there's no question about it. So, how do you see Carolina, Florida? How do you kind of see that 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 matchup uh, uh, sort of playing out? Well, it should be it should be a lot of fun to watch. Um, again, I, I would right now I would give the goaltending edge to Florida, but you know Frederick Anderson's been fine for Carolina. Um, he just doesn't have a long history of, of doing well in the playoffs, and you know, and he's 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 had an injury history, and you just wonder about him sometimes, but. I just have a feeling that this Carolina team is, is going to get to the final this season. I really do. Um, I, I, I like I like everything about the way they play. I think Brindamore is a, uh, just a terrific coach. Um, he, he, he These guys have a mindset. They have a style of playing. They back check hard. They put pucks to the net constantly. They always support each other on the ice. Talk about puck support. They they're so hard to win battles against along the boards. I mean, there's you know so much of the game is played there in the playoffs, and and good luck you know trying to beat them regularly at those battles. I, I just and they're just single-minded. This is a team that is um, they're moving in one direction, and you know they should have Teravainen back for this season. You know he's only played two games in these playoffs, and uh, had a hand injury, and he's been out, and, and a lot of people thought that was going to hurt them in the last round. It did not. 
Uh, you know, but guys like Jordan Martin are stepping up. I, I, I like what Florida's doing. I really do. But I, I think this is Carolina series. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously that's um, that's going to be a great series, though. Um, I feel like Florida, like, like you said, they, they, they've caught something. They've figured <laughs> something out, and, and they're moving forward. The other series uh, is, 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 is just as interesting. But, again, I kind of feel like, you know, Vegas is, is, is definitely better. Well, this one's close. This one's really close, and, and I just got done talking about how well Aiden Hills played here in, in, in relief in goal for them. Um, and look, let's let's be honest about another thing. You got a superstar in Jack Eichel who finally got to the Stanley Cup playoffs, and wow, is he having a, an amazing first run at the playoffs? You know, he's got eight, he's got uh, fourteen points in eleven games, so. He's having a great season. You know, Stone's been good. Chandler Stevenson, especially in the first round, was awesome. Jonathan Marsh's show coming up huge the other night. Um, the depth of that Vegas team is, for me, it's maybe just a touch better than Dallas's. But, again, I'm going to come back to goaltending because it's the playoffs. And I, I would I will pick Vegas, but I will say this. If Aiden Hill is going to have to, is going to, have to keep – at a very, very high level. And we just don't know if he's capable of doing that in these kind of situations. He's never been in them before. Jake Ottinger, the Dallas goaltender, you know, Paul, if he's had a weird postseason. I mean, you know, he, like last year was so amazing and that loss to Calgary. And then this year he's been both had amazing games where he looks like a wall and these other games where he's been pulled and looked, you know, nothing like the guy we, we see every night. And that's just unusual for him to be, that kind of inconsistent, and I, I, you know, if Dallas Dallas has a real shot to win the series, um, but it's gonna for me, it's gonna take Ottinger being being the good Jake Ottinger every single night. Yeah, I mean, I think like I said, hopefully they're two good, two good and long series because it's good. You know, we like having really good hockey, and of course, we're down to uh, let's see, twenty one games total left in the season and that's assuming that they're all played so let's hope that we get them all yeah that's, well, <laughs> look we will never we will never root against game sevens no matter who involves because it's so much fun right exactly well um the the, the the bob i appreciate you you know breaking it down and jumping on hopefully you know unfortunately we don't have a penguin series to to break down but uh, of course we can all enjoy good hockey uh, from time to time that doesn't involve the Penguins. Absolutely, we can. Great talking with you, Paul. All right. That's Bob Grove. I'm Paul Zeiss. It's 93.7 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I got it. 
doing in all these videos? Uh, I just don't get it, man. Can you explain to me, Joel, why people go into stores and get into fistfights? These videos of these people that are like in a store or outside a store or at a McDonald's or they're in a Starbucks or, and they get into fistfights where they're rolling around on the floor and punching each other and throwing each other out the door and people are throwing like stuff. How, how can you be that angry in a store that you fight for the most part a stranger? Like these aren't fights where, you know, it's two people that know each other and happen to run into each other in the store. These are two people that really don't know each other that are just basically both there shopping or they're at the mall or they're at the Starbucks trying to get their, you know, Malacca, Malacca, Latte or whatever the hell it's called, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden it's... they end up in a fight. How does that happen? I want you to explain it to me because I, I mean, I, the videos make me laugh, but I'm just saying. I'm speechless too, just as much as you are. Um, you know, that's, you know, you talk about, I guess, quick temper. I mean, it, it can't take much. Right? right? Apparently, these people, you know, most of these people don't know each other, as you said. So that's what I'm saying. They just basically, like, if you look at it, they just basically start swinging at each other about something. Or, you know, they, they start walking and they're arguing about something, right? You know, like, whatever happened to, you know, civil, let's talk it out and stuff. And more importantly, just how about let's just walk away? How about just, I'm in the exactly. store. Like, I'm in the store. I want to buy, you know, uh, if I'm at the, you know, I don't know, the grocery store, right? I want to buy Rice Krispies. I want to buy bread. I want to buy butter. What else do I eat? Hamburgers and some buns. And I want to leave. I don't want, you know what I'm saying? I don't need to do, I don't need to do more than that. I, I just don't get it. But I just saw another one flash across the two guys in McDonald's. The, the, <laughs> McDonald's. They were fighting. And, of course, did you know that there's no longer going to be a McDonald's? There actually is no longer a McDonald's downtown. You cannot get a McDonald's hamburger downtown Pittsburgh. I did hear about that, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I think Arby's, I think there's maybe still an Arby's left. That might be the only fast food restaurant left in downtown Pittsburgh. That's crazy. And downtown Pittsburgh is, you know, fairly big. So that's, hey, that's quite interesting. Listen, if you went to Point Park College, which is, I went to Point Park College, right? You needed that McDonald's, right? Right there on Wood Street, uh, you know. Or, or yeah, there, there was one right there at the at the at the corner of uh, uh, what is that is there? Stanwicks. Stanwicks and Liberty. There was one right there, but there was also one on Wood Street, and there was also there was three downtown, right? There was a subway that was two blocks from the Point Park campus as well. There was an Arby's that was actually connected to the campus. Right there. You needed those places when you were a college kid. Yeah, I can you know? definitely agree on that there. I'll give you one more that you won't even believe because you probably don't even think they exist anymore. They might have actually been gone before you were by, by, the, by the time you were born. There was a Pizza Hut Express downtown. Maybe like five blocks away on Wood Street. Where they had, what are those things called? Personal pan pizzas. Those must have been exciting times. <laughs> those must have been exciting times. I'm just I telling wish you. I could have been around for that. I'm just telling you. You could, you could walk in, Joel, and they had all of the personal pan pizzas, you know, in racks, basically. So it's kind of like, you know, the ones you find at a convenience store or something, but 
It's a place that specializes in pizza. Well, and- I mean, it was Pizza Hut. Yeah. Pizza Hut. Red, you know, red thing. You walk in, there's the thing. And, you know, the, but, but they had like the Supremes, the Meat Lovers. You know, they had a I mean, if you wanted to order something different, you know, you, you, you could, but you had to wait. But what I'm saying is that it was almost like a fast food place where they were cranking them out and they had them in the in, in the rack, you know, under the under the lamp. So they were hot and warm. So you could walk in there and get breadsticks. Listen, a pizza without all the time and effort. Exactly. And you get a personal pan uh, pepperoni. So I used to walk down there. Right. I'd get a personal pan pepperoni. A supreme personal supreme and breadsticks. And then I would take it back to my dorm room, and I would crush it. What's to drink? Always a Mountain Dew, right? Good. Yeah, always a Mountain Dew. I'm just saying, uh, you know, uh, uh, but that was like my, like, one-day-a-week treat because it was more expensive than, like, uh, you know, the best, though, San Remo's Pizza, which was down there. It's still down there. Actually, it's moved. It was on, uh, let's see, so that would be, what is that, Market Street? It was on Market Street and the Boulevard of the Allies there. And then it moved like maybe a block and a half now closer to the river. I'm not sure what that street is. Was that Fort Fort? Which one is the one that comes down on the uh, Mon River? Is it Fort Pitt or Fort Duquesne? I think it's Fort Pitt Boulevard. Anyway, it's right there. They used to have the best deal for college kids in America, I think. It sounds like the real deal. Let's hear it. Are you ready? Let's hear it. A large pizza with one topping and a two liter of pop. Five dollars. No. Yes. No. Yes. That should be, that should be almost <laughs> four times that. Five dollars. You know, like sixteen for the one topping large pizza itself, and then a couple other bucks <laughs> for the for the two liter of pop. Five dollars. Five dollars. For- and listen. That's so, incredible. So three of us, you know, like me and maybe, you know, two of my, I used to have uh, two roommates or me and a roommate and, you know, a buddy or whatever. Three of us would go down there with $2 each and eat a pizza and drink pop. You know, like, you know, in college, you know, there's times when you're you're, you're struggling. You're oh, not, yeah. You're, you're doing bad. You're struggling. You're scraping to find money. Well, you could get, for two bucks, all you needed to do is find two other people, Right. Yeah. And you even had a dollar for the tip. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yep. That was the, they, they called it the college special. I, I might almost get that That's what they, twice a week. Yeah. They, I, that, that was definitely at a, least. You know, a bunch of leftovers throughout <laughs> the week. That was definitely a twice a week type thing. That was definitely a type, twice a week type thing. But, well, you know, but, but when you live downtown, and of course I lived downtown for what, four years, basically three years when I was at Point Park, you know, actually then I moved to Mount Washington. Then, when I couldn't afford Mount Washington, I moved to Beltsuver, which, that was interesting times. But anyway, um, you know, uh, at the end of the day, those fast food places down there were very helpful when you were a college student or when you were somebody who didn't have a lot of money. We're looking for a place, you know. I couldn't imagine. Because you could get the, you know, there was, you know, back then they didn't have the dollar menu, but they had some, you know, one of these things where you could get like a, some sort of a meal deal for, you know, pretty cheap. You know what I mean? Who needs the dollar? Who needs the dollar menu when when you've got (laughs) a $5 large one topping pizza paired with a two liter of pop? Come on. We would get the college special. Listen, you get like four people. Right, because you get four people to, hey, listen, 
we're going to get the college special. They get four of us. And I mean, what I mean is, you get one, you get one, you get one, you get one. You could have a party with four large pizzas and four two liters of pop, right? For 20 bucks. Just imagine around, (laughs) you know, Super Bowl time. Right. And any other big sporting events and stuff going on. In Pittsburgh, that oh, was man. yes, that that was the best deal ever. That I I can't, I've never heard of a better deal. You can't beat that for I college mean, kids or for anybody. That's a really good deal at fifteen dollars. That's a really <laughs> good deal. At, that's an elite deal at ten dollars, five dollars. <laughs> that was that you was cannot a, be serious. Yes. Five dollars. That's amazing. As I'll tell you what, I'll tell you one other thing. I'll tell you what, but this wasn't here. This was back way back in the day when I grew up. I grew up out in Westmoreland County. In Greensburg, there was a little place called Sideshow Pizza. It was in the plaza there by Greengate, right off of Greengate Road there, right? It was called Sideshow Pizza. It was a Chuck E. Cheese kind of place, only a little bit older than Chuck E. Cheese. You know, like there, there wasn't, the, you know, all the silly, uh, you know, uh, 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 mascots and all that crap. But, you know, and there wasn't like the, you know, you crawl through the plastic tubes and all that crap. But there was, uh, you know, video games and skee-ball and all that kind of stuff. And so teenagers would go there. Tuesday nights, true story. All-you-can-eat pizza, if you were like 18 and under or something like that, or twenty, maybe 19 and under, whatever it was, all-you-can-eat pizza, $1.99. I mean, $1.99 is really good for one individual slice let alone probably 10, maybe 20 of them. Thursday nights, all-you-can-eat pizza and drinks. No alcohol, obviously, because I think it might have been 21 and under. So pop. Whatever. But I think it was, it was uh, but pop or, you know, Hawaiian punch. All-you-can-eat or drink for two ninety nine. It's amazing. Okay. It's something you can only dream of. I, and I've said, I've told this story many times, but I'll tell you. Me and three of my buddies took the challenge, and we took the challenge down. The challenge was Tuesday night at Sideshow Pizza. All you can eat for one ninety nine. Four of you can, four of you take down 100 slices of pizza. And we did it, baby. We did it. Yes. The four of you averaged 25 slices yes. in one. I, I can tell you, that I remember it like yesterday. I ate 28. Were these like reasonable slices? Yeah, they were, you know, they were, you know, basically slices of pizza, you know, like, you know, basic slices of pizza. They weren't the huge, you know, Sabaro types, but like the, the like the ones right here back, you know, back on the, in, in these boxes here, right here, right? How did you feel the next day? Listen, when I was young, and this is probably why I have all the health problems I have now, you know, and why, but I, I had the, my, my metabolism was so ridiculous. Eating like that was nothing. And the thing was, I couldn't gain weight. And probably an hour and a half after I was done, I was starving. You know? And I thought, boy, I'm going to be like this for the rest of my life where I can just eat it. It would be nothing for me. You know, like we would stop, uh, you know, after, you know, I was a swimmer for a while. I was a basketball player, a soccer player. Sometimes, Sometimes on the long trips, you know, we'd stop at McDonald's on the way back the bus, you know. It'd be nothing for me to eat seven Big Macs. Nothing like this. Boom. And by the time the bus got back to the high school, I was starving. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 
That's just oh, the way yeah. it is. But yes, those were some of the those were some of the great times. But 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 back to the, the the issue at hand. You can't find a McDonald's downtown now. So weird. There's still a couple places. Like I said, San Remo's has moved. They don't have a college special anymore, and they're usually not even open to after like after about seven o'clock. They're, they're they close, but they're still there, and the pizza's still wonderful. There was a place called Mama Lucia's, which was on Wood Street there, that's still there, um, that had the, mo- the most unbelievable, unbelievable Italian hoagies. You like Italian hoagies, Joel? Are you, are you, you like Italian hoagies? Maybe not so much the Italian hoagies, maybe like a meatball hoagie. Yeah, I mean, they're the best sandwiches that you could buy, but that, that place was a little bit too pricey for me to eat there all the time, you know. That's what I had to, you know, that's what I had to get, like, I had to find, like, you know, girlfriends that had money so that they could buy those sandwiches for me. But anyway, back, <laughs> but that was back, you know, when I was young and good looking and all that other stuff. Uh, but uh, the other thing was, every so often, every so often, there was a little Chinese place on Liberty Avenue that I would go down to and get the most unbelievable chicken and vegetables and white rice. It's no longer there, by the way. <laughs> but Mama Lucia's, if you like sandwiches, and San Remo's, you, you, if you ever go there, though, you should joke because it's the same owner, the same guy that runs it. In fact, he plays basketball a lot with, uh, with uh, Kale, and he plays with, uh, basketball with a pony. The best part is, so I was talking to him, He's like, yeah, we don't want to invite Pony back anymore. I said, why not? He goes, because he stinks. <laughs> I said, what do you All mean? Right. Oh, I said, what do you mean? He's, he can't play. He's no good. So there you have it. That's that's from one of the uh, pickup basketball specialists. Uh, but anyway, you should walk in there one day to San Remo's and say, hey, do you still have the college special? He would laugh. He might give it to you just because you say, hey, you know me. Who knows? Anyway, I don't even know why the hell that whole. How did that whole thing start? What were we talking about? What what started the entire discussion about uh, food uh, downtown? I'm gonna have to go back and take a look. Probably <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, Texas on the Edgar Snyder Associates Fan Text Live four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Edgar Snyder reminds you to text responsibly. Bob Grove, this is on the Fan Hotline presented by Nemecol and around every corner. Nemecol and creates real life magic for guests. 93.7, the fan wants to visit your youth baseball and softball fans and act, uh, teams in action with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Parents and coaches send an email to youth sports at 93.7, the fan to register your team at 12 and uh, younger at 93.7, the fan by making a stop to see game or tournament brought to you by Living Treasures of the Laurel Highlands. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy SUV month. Check out Trailblazer Equinox and all new redesigned 2024 tracks and online at sunsevy.com. Tonight, clear low 34, uh, 42. Tomorrow, partly cloudy skies Thursday, Friday, but temps in the upper 70s. Next chance of showers comes Saturday. Coming up, we've got Jason Mackey on the road to talk about the Pittsburgh Pirates. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.